Thank you so much for listening to Finding the Light. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Instagram at Finding the Light, a podcast. To the podcast, guys, we are so excited to be back with you all. And we just want to thank you so much for the amazing feedback we've received so far. It's been such a cool experience hearing from all of you and watching the plays go up every day. And we're just so thankful to have you all along on this journey with us. And Carly and I haven't really talked, like we've texted a little bit back and forth. Yeah. Like what First is the time talking to you? Yeah. And has it been like two weeks since you left? Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. So, like tomorrow will be two weeks already. That's crazy. We've messaged a bit, but we haven't like spoke on video chat. So this is our first time. We're just going to kind of catch up and we'll catch you up on everything that's going on in Carly's world. So how was, how was the trip? How was the drive? Did you want to kill Kevin? (laughs) No, actually it was pretty good. If the kids were with us, it would have been a whole different story. So I'm really glad we did not have to do that. Yeah. But it, it was pretty good. I was sick a lot of the drive. Oh. But it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. We did take like six days to drive here, which was really nice. Because yes. after about six hours in the car, that's pretty much what we did every day. The last hour, I was kind of like, my body's like, that's enough. I need to get out. So it was nice that it, we had the time to like drive around and see things and not rush it. Right. So you drove from Spruce Grove, Alberta to Dallas, Texas in six days. Yes, I think it was six days. Yeah, something like that. We did about a state a day. Nice. Yeah. So you went through Montana, Wyoming, uh, Colorado, Colorado. Briefly through New Mexico. It was like probably two hours. And then Texas. But Texas is really big, so we had to split that up into two days kind of thing till we got here okay and what yeah. was your favorite state Colorado really for like the view the scenery except my body hated that state really because it's the elevation so high okay holy my body started freaking out like yeah. my face started swelling my throat started swelling at one point it was the most bizarre feeling I was like I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening here. Wow. But after a bunch of Benadryl and all my meds, so I just kind of took one of everything. It kind of settled down, but it was a little bit scary at first. Yeah. But Kevin looked it up and the elevation there, well, it was like Colorado slash going into New Mexico was like twice as high as anywhere in Alberta, even when you're in the mountains there. Okay. That's crazy. So it's like, okay, that's interesting to know. I guess that's why it wouldn't be safe for me to fly. Yeah, I was just going to ask that. Okay. Because even that elevation was like, my bo- I was like, I love this state, but I could never live here. My body just could not handle it. Right. So you guys drove, you took the, you and your husband drove with the dog. You took the six days to yeah. get there. And then like a week later, the boys, your sons flew down with their grandparents, right? Yeah. I think we were here about five days without them in Texas. Yeah, they flew here a couple of days ago. Okay. Yes, our in-laws flew them down, which was really nice because originally we thought Kevin would have to fly back and pick them up and then fly back again, which would have added 
two extra days of traveling for him. So it worked out really well that they were agreed to fly with them. Yeah, that's so nice. And how are the boys doing? They are great. They love it here so far. They haven't started school yet. They'll start school Monday. I think I registered them. I don't know. Everything's a little bit different here, but so far they're loving it. My mom just flew in yesterday too, which has been good. So she's at the pool with the kids right now. Uh, I love that you just posted that they're like loving the pool and they just seem so happy. That makes me happy. It makes it all worth it. You know, when you see your kids are happy. Yeah, it, it, it does. Once they got here, it was like, okay, now our lives can start. Right. It felt like vacation before that, like we were in vacation mode, which was really nice to have that time with just Kevin because we probably won't have that again for a long time. Right. And it was pretty stress-free and we had the time to like explore without them and drive to the apartment we'll be living in. Right now we're just in an Airbnb, which has been great, but I'm excited. We'll get our apartment this Saturday, so pretty soon. So it'll be nice to get our own furniture, our own stuff, settle in, get a routine all that yeah. fun stuff for sure and what are your like what were your initial thoughts of Dallas Texas so I went through a few feelings driving in Texas like when we were about an hour away I was so excited I'm like okay this is amazing it was beautiful like the houses we were like in the country still and I was like I'm so excited for this yeah. then we hit like the freeway coming into like the outskirts of Dallas and I was like oh my god there was so much traffic it, there was like cars everywhere was like people honking like it was just overload like overstimulated I was like I almost started crying I'm like what are we doing like yeah. I can't do this I don't want to live here it was like crazy right but it was just on the I don't know they call them interstates here like yeah. a highway but like nothing compared to Canada mm -hmm. Canada doesn't have anything like that so it's just the initial part but then we got to the so we're not living in Dallas we're living in Carlton which okay. is like a smaller city north of Dallas it's crazy because it's all these different cities combined so you don't even know which one you're in unless you look at the water towers and it will say which town you're in or huh. city whatever it's weird but once we got we went right to the apartment we'll be moving into. And instantly I was like, okay, this is beautiful. It's so green. There's so much space. It doesn't feel like a city at all, really. It actually really reminds me of St. Albert. Mm -hmm. Kind of like just very well maintained, very clean. Yeah. People are so friendly. Yeah. So after that initial shock of like, holy crap, this is a huge city. Yeah. When we got to our area and we like drove to where the school is, I'm like, okay, that's really close to our house. I can handle that. We drove to like this little shopping area. I'm not a city driver. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be stuck at home. There's yeah. nowhere to go. But once I figured out my little area, I'm like, okay, this is good. Then the next day or a couple of days later, we went to, what's it called? The Reunion Tower in Dallas, like downtown. And it was really cool to see the city. So you go up on the top and then you see the whole city. So it's huge. Right. Because we kind of came in the outskirts. So we saw the, the interstates and stuff. And then we came to our little areas. So I was like, oh, this doesn't even feel like we live in a city. Like, it's not that big until we went there. And I was like, okay, this is what you were talking about. Because right. apparently when you fly in, like, 
the city is huge. It's like, I think number four in the US oh, wow. size. But it's very well set up, everything is. I mean, Kevin's the driver, but he's figured it all out. It's just people drive extremely fast. Right. And you have to be like aggressive. And I'm like, yeah. that's not my driving style. But people are also very like courteous. Like they'll easily let you in and stuff, which is nice. It's not like, I don't know. I expected it to be like a complete nightmare, but Kevin's calm and good at all that stuff. So on the way in, there was definitely a few times I shut my eyes because I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I can't even watch. But now, yeah, now I would say I feel good about yeah. everything. It's probably like a bit of culture shock too. It is when you're like downtown and there's a lot of people, but yeah. even where we're in an Airbnb right now, where that is, you would never know. Like it feels like a town. Yeah. Like there's a huge park and like river kind of thing, like right across the road from us, this huge green space and it's beautiful. So you easily feel like you can escape like the city feel. And there's always green space to walk around and like lots of nature and stuff, which is really cool because you don't really see that in cities back home anyway. Yeah. And the weather's beautiful. Yeah. I think the like coldest it's been during the day is like 21. Wow. And cloudy. Yeah. But it's been really sunny the last two days. The next two weeks are supposed to be like 30 degrees. Wow. So it's been beautiful. That's amazing. You guys get to just skip the winter altogether yeah it'll be really nice yeah. I think yeah and how has your yeah. health been how have you been feeling uh, I mean pretty much the same pretty up and down my seizures have been pretty bad lately oh. so I'm debating going back on my seizure meds but I don't really know but the nicest thing here is there's so many places you can get IV there's like IV clinics I posted one picture when we were in Colorado I went to this little like it's called a hydration bar yeah it's like a little spa all these it's so nicely set up and you just go in and they give you like saline and I was like this is so cute because so cool. back in Edmonton I think there was one place I was able to pay for and that's it like right. nowhere else and only Monday to Friday and it was really hard to get into because well, I don't work, so it wasn't as bad, but yeah. I heard a lot of people being like, oh, I wish there was more places like this. Right. Because my alternative back home would be to sit in the merch just to get hydrated. And that to me just felt like a waste of resources when I knew like what was wrong with me and that I just needed saline basically. But then we, in the place we're in now, I actually had a nurse come right to the apartment last week. That's amazing. The best idea ever. It's amazing. Like, and she was so kind and she's like, gave me her personal number. And it's like, if you're ever having, feeling really terrible, you can call me. If I can't be there, I can send one of like my colleagues out right away to help you. And she can even give me meds, which is a game changer. So I don't really feel like I'll ever have to go to the hospital unless like something drastic happens. But that was a big relief for me was to have that. Yeah. And that's just so amazing that you've only been there for two weeks and you're already seeing, like you're already, you have more access to things. And that's exactly what you, one of the reasons that you went there was, you know, to have more access to different options in medical care. That's so awesome. Yeah, exactly. I'm paying, like I still have to pay, but also way more affordable than medical. Right. And I knew I would have to pay for certain things, but 
I was back home too. So yeah, it's really nice to be able to like sit on my own couch and absolutely IV compared to, cause I was spending like three whole hours in the IV clinic at least once a week. So it would take up a whole day. I'd have to work around the kids' school schedule and everything. And I was really grateful I found that place, but it is way more accessible here, which is really, really nice and helpful. Okay. And then I get to see a dysautonomic specialist next week. He's out of Houston, but my friend that I met on Instagram sees him and my mom researched him to like, she's like, he's amazing. He has all these like TED talks, all this stuff. Yeah. He's really well known. So, and I can do it through Zoom. I don't even oh, have to go to Houston. Cool. cool. So I cannot wait for that. So I see him next Wednesday, which I think will be the start of some hopefully positive changes for me. Great. So that is... So you're doing that via Zoom this yeah. week or next Wednesday, sorry. And yeah. then we'll like, how far is Houston? I think it's about three hours. Okay. So it's not terrible if you did have to go. Yeah. If I did have to see him in person, I could. Mm -hmm. And it's so different. Like I have his personal cell phone number and email and like I had to pay a fee for the year, which was way more affordable than I was expecting. And I have like unlimited access to him. That's awesome. Because, like if you, like you can text him anytime. He's like, sometimes it takes a day or two to reply. Right. But yeah, he's been great. Even already I've been talking to him. And I'm like, wow, this is so different. It is so different. And that's what like someone like you needs, like with your mm -hmm. health issues, you need that kind of like 24 seven access. Exactly. Because it like body is so unpredictable. One second I'm fine. The next completely different and to help yeah, so, help here it was like you were kind of just you kind of just stopped because it was so hard to access help yeah like back home like I finally got into neurology and he basically said well it could be this 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 or this you do have a lesion on your brain but we'll retest you in 12 months that's just the norm for Canada especially since COVID Right. And I'm not blaming that one doctor. It's just the system is very backed up. Right. And I'm like, I can't wait that long. Like yeah. I can feel my body is really struggling and I deserve help now. Right. Not Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm just so happy that it's going well and that you're getting the help you deserve. Yeah. It's been so good so far. And that's just, I'm hoping like he'll be definitely my first doctor. I do know I'll probably have to build a team of doctors because my body's pretty complicated, but he's well known in like what he does. So, and I also really trust he will be able to like refer me to further doctors that I need because yeah. it's really hard when you don't like, I'm in a new country and like, I have no idea where to turn or what to do, but having someone like be willing to like guide your case and like kind of be the head of it. Yeah. is so different absolutely so I'll have his recommendations and everything and yeah so I'm excited for that I'm I'm really hopeful that I'm gonna somewhat get my life back yeah that's amazing because I, I know we were talking the other day I had taken me and Kevin had taken our dog for a walk and I was walking which I'm grateful for because probably two months ago I could barely even walk like more than 
a minute without passing out or seizing. So I am like starting to feel my body get a little bit better, which is nice. Mm -hmm. but still, I was just, I saw all these people working out outside. There was like fitness classes going on, people were running and everything. And there was even this group of like probably eight or nine-year-olds, like Jace's age. It must've been some kind of like sport or something, but they were like doing burpees and stuff. And I looked and I'm like, wow, do I ever miss those days? Yeah. I feel like if I tried to do a burpee right now, I would just like lay on the ground and be like, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. It just, it reminded me of how far I declined kind of, and not by choice, but I would say now I'm in like the worst shape of my life because of medical conditions but it just was really eye-opening I was like wow even me a year ago I think I was doing like 10 rounds or other beach body workouts like yeah. five days a week right so going from that just crazy how much your life can change in a year right so it was kind of bittersweet I was kind of like wow I used to be so strong and capable and now I feel like I'm like 90 years old like my body's struggling Mm -hmm. I'm like kind of in the in-between phase of like trying to be hopeful that I can slowly get back to like myself but being realistic and like being grateful for what I have now mm -hmm. but you are strong in different ways like I told you that you have built so much emotional strength so much mental strength so you've definitely grown in that area yeah I feel like I kind of was forced to Right. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Like, I do think my mindset and like my personality, me as a person, I've had to adapt and change in the last year for sure. It took a lot of like personal development and listening to podcasts and um, like therapy, therapy for yeah. sure. Other people who are chronically ill on Instagram was super right. helpful building that support yeah. because uh, I used to use workouts for that. Right. Like that was so much, so therapeutic for me. I always was like, oh, I'll just do a workout and I'll feel better mentally, physically. So when I got to the point of not being able to do that and I knew it was doing more harm than good, it was very weird to force myself to stop. Right. Because it was probably about like five years of consistently loving workouts. Yeah. And I probably worked out too long. Right. Too hard. I would like, work out, puke, keep going. Like, okay, this is harming me. This is not helping me. And that was hard to accept, but it did make me stronger in other ways for sure. Right. And you used to always, like when you were working out, there would be times where you'd be sick for like a week and you wouldn't be able to, and then you'd get back on or whatever, yeah. you're feeling better. But I remember you would always come into our accountability groups and say like, don't take your body for granted. Don't take your willingness to be able to move and exercise for granted because not everybody can and not everybody has that ability. So I think that's such a strong message. Yeah, and that's something I will never do again the rest of my life is take even the ability to walk for granted. Like the right. fact that I can now walk my dog, like probably, we actually walked for a whole hour the other night. Oh, that's awesome. And I had to like take breaks and stuff, yeah. but even getting to that point, like was huge for me because like two months ago, I couldn't walk more than like three feet. Right. So it is nice to see that like some changes. And I don't say that because like I'm positive all the time, but it's truly, I've been to the point where I couldn't really walk. So I, 
am so happy that I'm able to do that again, at least. And right. I look at it as a privilege yeah. and not like a, oh, I need to work out to look good or whatever. It's that you get to work out. And yeah. I want everyone to know that, like, you have the privilege of moving your body because not everyone does. Yes, exactly. So like, and take care of it, right? If you can. Yeah. And that's, and that's always kind of what I have focused on when it comes to wellness is not so much like, well, not at all abs or like the way you look more just taking care of your whole self, like your mental health, your physical health and focusing on that instead of what you weigh. Like I literally do not care what I weigh. I haven't stepped on the scale. I never stepped on the scale during my pregnancy. I don't care like that. It's all about how I feel and how I'm taking care of myself. That's the most important exactly. thing. And we've always been on the same page about that. Yeah. It's crazy because I'm probably the smallest I've ever been. Right. But that does not mean anything. And that's what I've learned. I'm like, I would give anything to be healthy. Yeah. And in a healthy body, regardless of the number on the scale. Right. I just want to feel healthy and be like fit and strong mentally and physically. Yeah. So yeah, it's not all about, or none of it should be really about the way you look. It should be how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, yeah, such a cool journey too. Cause you were like one of my first customers or teammates when I started that. So we went, we went through it all mm -hmm. and it was just we were always on the same page and we always worked out for the same reasons. And it was just such a, a therapeutic thing for me as well. So it's really cool. Yeah. And if you're not able to work out, like when I stopped being able to work out, I thought my life was over. Like I felt so lost and like, what am I going to do now? And then I started just walking and listening to podcasts while I walked. And I was like, okay, I adapted. That's what I could do. Then New Year's Eve of this year I blew up my knee for like fifth time and it's permanently damaged my doctor said so that I couldn't even walk for a while and then I felt completely lost and like whatever but through therapy she's like well what do you think you can do instead and for some reason in my head if I wasn't going for a walk I couldn't listen to a podcast right I don't know why. I think yeah. it's just because that was my habit. She's like, yeah. why, why don't you just try to listen to one like when you have a bath or when you're laying yeah. in bed? And I'm like, oh, you're right. But I think I was just so used to being physically active. That's what I thought. But so if you are not at a stage where you can work out, there are other ways to get that. Yeah. You might feel harder. And I get that feeling because I felt so lost. But I, I've, I've had to adapt this yes. so many different times yeah but I feel like I've and I do still struggle like some days I'm like this is too hard I hate all, all of this like I can't but you are stronger than you know yeah I like that what you said about like finding another another way like there's other ways to form healthy habits that don't mm -hmm. include like an intense workout maybe it is like something less intense like yoga or maybe it is meditation right? Yeah. Like, those are all healthy habits um, that are so good to implement into your life that don't include an intense one. And for me, honestly, it was podcasting, which I never, ever would have said like yeah. five months ago. It was so therapeutic for me to just talk my feelings mm. or journaling or whatever it looks like for you. Like that's all that matters. Just, and you can start so small, start with one 
five minute habit a day. It can yeah. be so all like so overwhelming. Yeah. You're like, where do I start? But just do one thing a day. Yes. And see what makes you feel good. Right. And that's what I find with people when I am working with them is they want to do all these things at once. They want to start meditating. They want to start working out. They want to start eating better. They want to start drinking more water. And then they just, you know, fall behind on one thing and they let it all just go. They're just like, oh, that's like all or nothing. Right. And that, of course, it's hard. You're trying to implement five new habits into your life at once. Like just start with one. Just start with and that reminds me of when we were in high school, we'd be all or nothing. We'd be yeah. like working out every day and then we wouldn't do anything for like five right. months. And we, yeah. had, I mean, we did last year. It's fine. Yeah. And don't put that pressure on yourself. Don't overwhelm yourself. Start with one thing at a time. Once you've got that one thing down, once it's like brushing your teeth every day, something you do without thinking about, then add something else on, mm-hmm. right? There's no reason to do 500 things all at once because that is setting yourself up for failure. Exactly. And don't compare yourself to anyone else. Like we all live our own paths. And I've had to learn, I can't even compare myself to my old self. Yes. Because that's not physically possible for me right. anymore. Yeah. And I was doing that and I'm like, Kate, but that version of my body doesn't exist anymore. It yeah. sucks. It's not fair, but it's true. So yeah. I had to adapt and change and be like, Kate, I have... For a long time, I hated my body and I worked through this in therapy. She's like, you always say like, you hate what it's doing to you. Like you're two separate entities. And I was like, you're right. Like I hated it. And I'm like, why are you doing this to me? Why is my body hate me? Or I felt like my body hated me. I should say like, I'm trying all these things. I'm like, I've done every, like not diet, but like cut out certain foods I tried to drink water or not as much water I tried all these things and like my body hates me no matter what I do but when I flip that mindset to being like my body hates me I'm like holy crap my body is like the strongest thing I've ever known right I feel like a lot of bodies would have just not been alive honestly at this point like my body is so resilient and has kept me alive so long and fairly functional for the most part for what it deals with and I turn my thoughts of hate like why does it hate me to like wow my body loves me so much and I like it's not two separate things I'm just one it's all I can do is what I can do and I had to really step back and thank my body for what I do have so makes Yes. Would you consider that finding the light? <laughs> uh, it would. <laughs> right? It's just such a beautiful perspective. Yeah, it is. It is really cool. Yeah. It, it's amazing what your mind controls. Like it's all right. thoughts and emotions and none of them are wrong emotions. I think you have to feel all of it and just be honest with yourself. And definitely like recommend counseling yes. or therapy because I wouldn't know. I didn't know how to get out of that mindset of like, my body hates me. And I still sometimes feel that way. Like, I'm like okay, body, calm down. Right. I'm not a dramatic person at all. So for me, my body overreacts to everything right now. Like I'm a, it's a mess. And I'm like, oh my God, I am not, I'm like the least dramatic personality. Why are yeah. you being so dramatic? But I'm like, hey, it's not my body's fault. Yeah. I'm not choosing this way. It's because of all the trauma it's been through. Right. And I have to remind myself of that because sometimes I'm like, 
why? Like I can, it kind of goes back to when people are like, oh, if you choose to be healthy or if you choose to be positive, you'll be fine. Even with mental health, like, oh, well, just choose to be happy and you won't be depressed. People are like, oh, have you tried like, like thinking you're not sick and then you won't be sick? And I'm like, mm, yeah, like it doesn't really work that way. And I do know like staying positive and stuff is helpful. Powerful, yeah. But it can be hurtful too. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. You don't always have to be, you can't will it away. Right. I think I was trying to do that for a while. Yeah. I was in almost denial. I'm like, I'm not as sick as I think I am. I'm not sick. I can push through it. I can do whatever. I'll be fine. I'm tough. Yeah. It's not really how it worked. And yeah. it goes back to the working out thing. I was trying to like prove a point to myself, but I was realized I was harming my own body. Like not right. knowingly, but I was like, hey, this is not benefiting me. A workout yeah. is supposed to make you feel better and stronger. But when you're so depleted of nutrients, burning more nutrients isn't the answer. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. It's crazy even talking to you like, I'm like oh, these are... Yeah, I'm like finding the light as I talk. Yeah. This. It's really I know. and that's the really cool thing about this. I felt that way when I was sharing my story. Like things would fall out of my mouth and I'm like, wow, like I've really come a long way, or I can see things through a different lens or perspective mm-hmm. now. And I think that's like truly the healing power in sharing your story. Yeah, that is very true. Mm-hmm. It is amazing what talking out loud and talking to you and whoever's listening how therapeutic it is for me. And that is why I started doing this originally. I'm like, honestly, I hope someone listens and it's helpful to someone, but it's what I need to do to even move on and to have my own revelations. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize I thought that till now. Right. And then how powerful is it that someone else can listen and it can help them maybe feel less alone or help them, you know, with their future or whatever you know it, that's that that's is crazy it's crazy to me because I never thought that would be me like right. I never thought I could be that person but podcasts and everything were so helpful to my healing journey Absolutely. so it's cool to think maybe I'll we will be that for someone else yeah yeah okay let's I want to end this on like a and a fun note I've been yeah. trying to ask you what you think of the accents <laughs> how are the accents um there's a lot of y'alls <laughs> it's really I don't know everyone's just really friendly okay. depends there there definitely are some strong Texas accents here right like and- Kevin said it really depends like where people are from from work like some you cannot you can understand but yeah it's, it's very different than and I thought has anyone like mentioned your accent not really, but I haven't really been able to talk to many people yet okay. other than like hi and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So do the boys notice? Like, do they say anything about it or not? Not Or they have not maybe had as much interaction yet? Yeah. And we haven't really been able to like have conversations with people yet. Okay. Like, yeah, but yeah. that will be interesting to know. Like when I they were at school. school. Yeah, like how kids will talk at their school. They already are like super blonde and tan. So yeah. like they already fit right in here. Right. And then I'm wondering if they will pick it up. Like it'll just be so interesting to see even in a year from now if they have these little accents. 
I I know I think about that too I think they will it's funny because even when I started talking to my friends from Instagram who live here yeah I started saying Canada differently I noticed one day I don't know I think I was talking to Kevin he's like why did you just say it like that I'm like I don't know <laughs> so oh. I'm sure I'll pick up some things along the way too funny okay well thank you so much for catching up everybody catching everybody up and it was so great oh, to talk to you I said you all, not y'all. <laughs> yes, we are so thankful for everyone who's listened. I did not even imagine it could grow and have this many listeners this soon. So that's very exciting. So cool. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll, we'll talk real soon. We are Carly and Nicole, lifelong friends for 20 years, mothers, mental health and wellness advocates. Here we will share real, honest stories and conversations together and with others. We invite you to join us in finding the light despite all the darkness.